Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all the events from yesterday, Wednesday, June 24th, and today, Thursday, June 25th of 2020. With two days to talk about, this episode is going to be a little bit longer, so let's go ahead and get started with the British royal family. On Wednesday, we only had an event from the Duke of Cambridge, but that is okay because he um, had a pretty um, positive event. Um, So he visited the Oxford Vaccine Group in Oxford, which is obviously in England, um, but is actually the first royal... um, event that is pretty far from home. Everything that the royals have been doing um, have been close to where they are currently quarantined or staying. Um, So this was the first time anyone had really ventured out. Um, And so obviously a vaccine group is really focused on vaccinations, um, specifically for um, coronavirus right now as everybody is eagerly anticipating a coronavirus vaccine. I think that is possibly the understatement of the year. Um, (laughs) But, um, so he was visiting the Oxford Vaccine Group to talk about how their process has been going. Um, And then he also um, had a video conference and this was a little while this was probably held Monday or Tuesday um, but it was released yesterday that he had a video conference with members of a partnership that formed between AstraZeneca which is a pharmaceutical company and the Oxford Vaccine Group um, where he was talking about the science and innovation of the um the way the world is responding to COVID-19 so obviously we're seeing um great international collaboration right now. Um, and this is no different where the whole world, literally the whole world is trying to come up with a vaccine. So you have partnerships forming that are unlikely. Um, but it was just a great thing for him to hear about the, um, different ways that obviously science and, um, technology and the way we're coming up with this vaccine, um, is going. Um, so that is Wednesday and then today, so Thursday, um, Tusk, which is an organization that fights wildlife, um, or that fights to conserve wildlife. So it fights against, um, poaching and wildlife killings and things like that. Um, So it fights for wildlife conservation. um, And William has been a part of this organization for a very long time. Um, And so they had, Tusk had an online forum um, that they talked about today. I don't know if it was today or not, um, about how COVID-19 has actually impacted um, wildlife conservation, which... Surprise, surprise, it's a positive change. Um, so you're seeing a lot of um, elimination of kind of these negative um, 
lifestyle habits that um, Tusk fights against every day because no one's allowed to go on these like group hunts or anything like that to kill wildlife for their uses. Um, and so it was, it's a surprisingly positive change. Um, but that is what William was doing today. Um, so a busy couple days for the Duke of Cambridge, but really nothing from anybody else. Um, and so with that, we are actually going to go ahead and move on to Belgium. Wednesday, King Philippe visited the Aircraft Generation Operations Center, um, which is an operation center, obviously, um, for plane maintenance, uh, specifically on F-16s, which are kind of fighter jet, um, as well as a place for the fighter pilots to be briefed on their missions before departure. Um, So sometimes fighter pilot, fighter jet missions are actually like very short, um, And so they need a place to get briefed and then depart. Um, And that is this place. Um, So Philippe took a tour. He um, was able to experience the um, way that things are being sanitized properly for COVID. Um, But this was mostly a visit based on um, the military's response to coronavirus um, and how different things are being dealt with with that. And so that is what he was up to yesterday. And then this morning, uh, Thursday morning, Queen Mathilde attended an event, um, a meeting actually focused on a digital platform that has been created that focuses on mental health. Um, So obviously we're seeing a change in the way we do things um, because of coronavirus. Um, And this mental health is no different. Um, So one of the things that this... um, digital platform is doing is creating a link um, between the various helplines, whether that be a crisis line or um, a information like a resource line um, of where you can find resources for unemployment assistance or electric assistance, things like that um, are also being monitored. Um, I would assume anonymously there wasn't too much information on this, which frustrates me to no end. Um, but it seems like it's being monitored by counselors so that they can reach out and support if need be, um, and also make sure that all the information is getting out there correctly, which is very, very important. Um, and so she was able to experience the, um, platform and what it, what it looks like, what it works like, um, as well as talk about the early results from how the platform is working, Um, and so that was Mathilde's morning. And then, uh, later on this afternoon, King Philippe received credentials, um, from new ambassadors to Belgium from the countries of Montenegro, Portugal, uh, Niger, and El Salvador. Um, and this is standard operating procedure for every monarch. Um, Every head of state in the world actually receives credentials from ambassadors to their country. Um, And I've talked about this recently. I don't remember what day 
um, probably Monday's episode, Tuesday's episode. Um, but the process of giving credentials is very important because that means the work can officially start of these ambassadors on behalf of their country. Um, so this was, I talk about these ceremonies every time because I think it's important. Um, they're pretty, I don't know, I'm fascinated by them. Um, so Philippe, did receive credentials in person. Um, he was handed credentials, which did not happen in Spain um, and will not be happening in the Netherlands. But Philippe did receive credentials by hand, although they did maintain, I would say, fairly close to six feet distancing. So each person was like bending and extending their arms as far as they could to hand over credentials. Um, and I would assume there's also some protective measures done beforehand, like fever or temperature checks and things along those lines. Um, so that was Philippe's afternoon. Um, and then for the Danish Royals, there has been nothing for the past two days. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say hello summer vacation for the Danish Royals. Um, I'm sure we'll see them here and there, but for the most part, they are going to be on summer vacation. So with them and also with Norway, um, with the Norwegian Royals also being on summer vacation, if there's not an event scheduled for a week, um, I'll be coming up with something to do with each royal family respectively. Um, I don't know what that looks like yet. I have to brainstorm ideas over the weekend. Um, but once I know what those are, I will um, be sharing them periodically in um, in the pot in a podcast each week um, related to the Danish royals and the Norwegian royals. Um, so we are going to go ahead and move on to the Netherlands since there was nothing in Denmark. Wednesday, King Willem Alexander visited the province of, get ready for my botched pronunciation, pronunciation, um, he visited the province of Drinth um, to focus on culture and leisure sector that the imp- um, that have been impacted by COVID. Um, so apparently this province specifically has a lot of um, like domestic tourism, so people coming to see their zoo um, or their like day parks, um, things like that. Um, so obviously those have also been affected greatly by coronavirus as mass gatherings um, really are still not super acceptable. Um, so during the visit, uh, Willem Alexander took part in roundtable discussions focused on um the kind of touristy attractions, as well as another one focused on the culture sector, such as um, art, as well as theater. Um, and so that is what he was up to on Wednesday. Um, and it does look like he maybe was at the zoo. I don't know if that's accurate, but there's a picture of him standing near some rocks that look very zoo-like. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Um and then on Thursday, uh, so Thursday morning, Willem Alexander visited um, t- 
two factories, one in the province, one in Elmond and one in Eindhoven. Um, and he was focused on obviously how the pandemic has been um, impacting the um, production industry. So what measures need to be taken now um, to protect employees and things like that. Um, so he toured both factories, um, wore the protective gear required at each one, um, and had some conversations with all the employees, which is obviously so, so important. Um, and then Thursday afternoon, Queen Maxima visited, um, two, um, skilled labor companies. Um, so she visited, Almer and Technohub, which are both focused on, um, like installation of, um, technical things. <laughs> I don't really know, like electric and things along those lines, um, things that you need skilled technicians for. And so in the world, um, but again, specifically in the Netherlands, um, there's a shortage of skilled technicians who can perform these duties. Um, and so she visited these two companies that are actually working together um, to try and combat the lack of skilled technicians. So there was, um, TechnoHub is actually like an education center for people to learn. Um, and then they're a pipeline into Almer or, or Hammer, um, however you say that. Um, and so she actually did this as part of her work as a member of the Dutch Committee for Entrepreneurship, and it was not considered by the Dutch Royal House a COVID working visit, um, which there haven't been too many non-COVID working visits by the Dutch Royal. So um, this is actually very, very exciting that she is doing this visit. Um and so it was a really great thing. She toured both facilities and had discussions with um, staff, students, etc. at each one, um, as well as roundtable conversations um, at each place. Um, and so that is what was going on in the Netherlands. We are going to skip Norway because there was nothing new. Also, hello, summer vacation. Same thing applies. We'll figure it out as we go. Um, so we are going to move on to Spain. Felipe was back in Madrid after his visit to the Canary Islands, which I, for some reason, just found out today that the islands are near Africa. All of Spain is near Africa, but the Canaries are like right off the coast of Africa. Okay. Things I've learned today. Um, so anyway, he was back in Madrid to attend the closing session of the Spanish companies uh, leading the future forum. Um, 
and this was organized by a um, management team in Spain, um, all focused about how Spanish companies are, um, the way Spanish companies are working as a um, model for future companies. Um, and so in his closing session and in his speech, he talked about um, the need for right now revitalization, um, that obviously Spanish business interests are um, going to be at the front line of. Um, Spanish businesses are going to make Spain recover economically um, because that's how this works, right? Like each business is going to be in charge of helping their country return back to its normal state. Um, you know, here in America, I don't know, it could be a, something as simple as Target needs to run smoothly so that when we go to Target, we spend more money um, to help revitalize the economic world um, or, you know, buy a new car, things like that. Um, whereas Spain is going to focus a lot on tourism because that's what their GDP is, um, as well as businesses coming into Spain um, to and new businesses starting in Spain to create revenue that way. Business is hard. Talking about this is confusing sometimes, um, so I'm not going to try and go into it too much. Um, but anyway, that's what he was doing. He was also able to meet with um, presidents of the autonomous employers um, and then have a separate meeting with the management team that produced the um, conference that was held pretty much exclusively digitally. Um, so all of that is extremely important. Um, and then today, King Felipe and Queen Letizia continued their tour of Spain. Um, so today they visited Palma de Mallorca, which is an island um, in the autonomous community of the Balearic Islands. Um, and Palma is actually like where the royal family spends some of their summer vacation. Um, so this was just a, a day visit. Um, it's unknown at this point if they'll spend any time um, in Mallorca as the summer goes on as part of a holiday. Who knows? Um, everything in Spain is just up in the air. Um, so they started out their day by meeting various representatives from various organizations throughout the islands. Um, so this included the Balearic Business Association, um, unions throughout the region, hotel associates. Um, so Mallorca is a pretty popular tourist destination. Um, it's right on the ocean, obviously. It's an island, or it's, it's on a sea. It's not on an ocean. Um, it's beautiful. It's not right off of Africa. Um, so it's a little more accessible. Um, I mean, it's just, it's truly beautiful. Um, so tourism is really going to be their way to the future, um, and way through this new normal. Um, so that is what they were doing this morning. Um, and then next they went again to the beach. They did this in the Canaries as well. Um, and walked along the promenade at the Playa de Palma, uh, or Palma Beach, sorry, throwing in some Spanish there, um, where they, again, just kind of walked the 
promenade, um, greeted people who were just casually like spending their day at the beach, um, and then were greeted by fans. This is very nice to see. Um, there was actually a a sign that read um, "Gracias Majestades," which is "Thank you, Majesties." Um, which I think just, like, shows the importance of why they're doing this event, right? Like, why they're doing this tour of at least the 17 autonomous regions. Um, it's just to show the people that they're there. Like, that's what it's all about. Um, and promoting some tourism. Um, and then to, speaking of tourism, to end their day, um, in Palma, in Majorca, they visited a hotel, um, where they learned all about the protective measures that are put in place, um, including, I found this so cool, maybe, like, American technology has just not gotten there yet, um, but including computerized infrared thermometers to get people's temperature. So, like, you stand in front of the computer, it reads your temperature, you're good to go, um, which is fantastic. There was also hand sanitizer right at the entrance, all of that good stuff. Um, and then they were also able to speak with a couple from that were tourists from Germany. Um, so they spoke in English, which was amazingly exciting, um, and just thanked the couple for being there um, and supporting the tourism industry in Majorca, which is what, again, what this whole tour is about. Um, so way to tie it all in together. Um, the next of stop on the tour is going to be on Monday. I don't know where it's going to be, um, but I would I would expect we'll see something from one or both of them tomorrow on Friday. Um, but if not, we'll talk about the fact that they did nothing on Monday's episode. Who knows what we'll see. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to Sweden. Sylvia participated in a video conference with the United Nations about online protection for children. Um, this is something that she has been working on for a while um, and is part of her work in um, with the Childhood Foundation that she founded. Um, and so that is exciting. I, there's no video from it, so I really can't tell you much more than it happened. Um, and then today... King Carl Gustav held a digital audience with the Director of Public Health for Sweden. Obviously, this is to talk about coronavirus and um, how things are going in Sweden in relation to coronavirus, if they're seeing spikes like kind of the rest of the world is um, now that protective measures have kind of lessened. Um, everywhere in the world is kind of seeing spikes and things like that. Um, and so that is what they were talking about. And then finally, whew, we're almost done, guys. I promise. This is a long one. Um, finally, over the past two days, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel completed four um, working visits that are related to COVID. Um, so first, they visited the Swedish Packaging Technology AB, which is not how you say it, but 
that's my American way. It is the letters A and B, but the way you pronounce them is much different in Swedish. Um, and so they have switched from creating, or they had switched from creating packaging materials to um, producing personal protection equipment like aprons, um, kind of those long sleeved um, gown things that we're used to seeing, as well as visors and um, the the wrap around for the visors that go on your head um, that have been able to go out um, and be used for other things. Um, so that was really great. And then um, they visited two hospitals um, where they talked to nursing staff about where they talked to nursing staff and thanked them, of course, for all their work during um, this time. Um, and then finally, they visited uh, Frischhuset, uh, which has been actually it's an organization that has been working to provide um, young people with opportunities for summer jobs. So because so many things have closed because of the pandemic, uh, summer jobs have kind of just been depleted. Um, and so this organization has been working in collaboration with many other organizations to create summer job opportunities for the young people throughout Sweden. Um, and that is, you guys, we made it. That is it for the podcast. Um, I will be back on Monday with a rundown from all the events from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There are never usually events on Saturday and Sunday, which is why I do it this way. Um, if there are, I talk about them, but usually there aren't. Um, and so we mostly talk about Friday's events on Monday. Um, and then also I have been starting to do this. Um, you can check out on the Instagram account, Daily Royal Pod, um, or pictures from each day. Um, so like last weekend I did a Friday post and then there wasn't anything really on Saturday. Um, but I posted on Sunday a post all about Prince William since it was his birthday. Um, so those kinds of things are starting to happen more on Instagram. Um, and with that, I will talk to you all on Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye.